Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. Return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Jed. 134 in Edmonton back here on Oilers Now. Brendan Ulrich with you. Dustin Coffin behind the glass helping out. Uh, Bob Stoffer in Buffalo for the NHL Combine. The Oilers Brass has uh, been there all week interviewing players. And uh, tomorrow will be the fitness testing aspect of the Combine. I should mention that some guests on Oilers Now receive gift certificates to Royal Pizza. The Ulrich recommendation today... The ham and pineapple. I know not everyone likes pineapple on pizza, but it's my favorite. So if you don't like it, then whatever. <laughs> Dustin, what's your uh, recommendation today over at Royal Pizza? What's your go-to? Anything vegetarian. Lots yeah, of veggies. I forgot you're a vegetarian. Yeah. yeah I'm sh- Actually, I should probably check that out if they have a vegetarian at Royal Pizza. I'm sure they do. But uh, for the most part, it's big boy pizza, as Bob likes to say there. It's a lot of meat, so I don't know. We'll have to check that out. I'll uh, keep you posted on that one. All right. What else is going on today? We are going to hear from Dave Campbell to set the Eskimos game at 145. Johnny Menzel, of course, making his uh, Thai Cats debut. We'll talk to Dave about that. We'll hear from Keith Gretzky in a moment. Want to get to a few text messages here. BU, you might want to check your signals on Chet. It keeps switching from Oilers now to basketball now. Topher Allen having some fun. Come on, Topher. Everyone's talking about J.R. Smith and the blunder last night. I was trying to... uh, I know Elliot was a basketball guy. I had to ask him. But I was trying to get people to text in about their favorite or most memorable sports blunders. And we had a few earlier. But uh, we're not turning this into uh, basketball now. BU, don't forget that the Caps have choked at home a lot these playoffs too. I hope they don't. Yeah, they haven't been very good at, uh, at home. Which is surprising. They've been way better on the road. We'll see if they can turn that around in game three and four. Uh, BU Alame is a man of true words. By far my favorite guest on your show. The NHL has become the biggest joke among all major sports when it comes to officiating. Controlled by Bettman has become worse than Italian soccer and so obvious. And how more people, especially the media, don't say anything is a disgrace. And whoever doesn't see it is truly blind. Oilers GM. Well, I don't want to sound like a homer, but I was not a fan of the officiating game, too. I mean, 
Ryan Reeves cross-checks Carlson right in front of the goal. It leads to a goal. No call. Then they call that cross-check on Wilson in game two at the blue line. And also, I mean, Reeves cross-checks Wilson right in the face. You have James Neal, of course, embellishing a call there uh, on Orpik that led to a penalty. I mean, the Capitals were forced to kill a five-on-three late in the third period. Then they got another penalty right after that. So it just it does seem a little bit like the uh, NHL is calling things more against Washington. I don't know. Maybe I'm biased. You can chime in on that. I do think the NHL will love to see Vegas win. But they should love to see Ovechkin win as well, as he has made the league a lot of money over the years. So we'll see uh, how the officiating uh, looks the rest of the way. Let's get to that interview, though, right now with uh, Keith Gretzky, Bob Stoffer down at the Combine in Buffalo. Keith Gretzky, of course, the Oilers' assistant GM in charge of the draft board for the Oilers, and he caught up with Bob Stoffer earlier today. Keith, thank you for taking time to join us, and let's get right to it here. How many kids over the course of this week are the Oilers going to end up interviewing? And uh, maybe share some, if you could, uh, to our to our listeners, a couple of things that take place in terms of uh, the dinners and that sort of thing. Well, we average about 17 players a day. It's, it's a long process. Uh, we pick the guys that we really feel that we're going to draft. I mean, there's a couple guys, you know, even the the early picks that we're interviewing, we want to get background. It, it helps you in the future if anything ever pops up. So we do a lot of uh, lot of players, and you know the questions that we ask is where they see them in two, three years, and what's their strengths and weaknesses, and you know about their family. So you know you have background on the players. Is the actual physical component that takes place Saturday at the combine that important? I mean, it certainly would pale in comparison to the the NFL scouting combine, and we're also comparing. 18-year-olds to 21-year-olds? No, you know, everything that you do in in these interviews, the combine, the whole package itself, it all adds pieces of the puzzle. You know, um, I believe in the workout stuff is very important. You want to see where guys are fitness-wise, how much room for growth they have in their bodies. So, you know, it's all a process and it's important. We're joined by Edmonton Oilers Assistant General Manager Keith Gretzky, Bob Stauffer with you on Oilers Now. Keith, the general consensus there's a definitive number one in Rasmus Dahlin, and then there's three forwards that'll go either two, three, and four, or two, three, and five, as an example. And then there's going to be a run of D. Let's talk a bit about some of those defensemen. Um, a couple of them are smaller guys. Is there a concern over that? There's not a lot of top four defensemen in the NHL, I'd say under 10, that are uh, below six feet in height, and you still got to be able to defend in this league. Exactly, and, and uh, you know, the game has changed in a ways. Um, you know, the smaller D-man can play, um, so we're not really concerned about that at all. You have to defend. You have to have hockey sense. You got to be able to skate, and you got to be able to move the puck. And that's what you know today's defense is. And um, if they're under six feet, you know you have to be able to defend, like you said. And so I think the players that are in that ballpark that are you're talking about, I, I believe they all can defend. They're going to get bigger and stronger. It just takes time. And you know it's you're used to seeing the six-four defensemen, and nowadays you're seeing a few smaller guys uh, in the NHL that are that can skate and handle the puck. And move the puck and then they still be able to battle down low. 
you know, there's Quinn Hughes, there's Adam Bolquist, there's Ty Smith. There's three guys that are 5'11 and shorter. There's a couple bigger guys, too. One of them had a tremendous Memorial Cup, Noah Dobson. And the other, Evan Bouchard, put up great numbers during the course of the regular season, but hasn't played for a while. When you're drafted 10th, you sit there and see a guy excel at Memorial Cup and go, well, there's no way we're getting that guy at 10 based on, like, how, does that play into things at all? or? Well, you know, you, you sit there and you can, you know, we we always think of guys that could be there and guys that probably will be gone and you know the the draft's funny things can happen and you know a, a guy like Dobson you know he could go higher than than uh, another guy because he just finished and had a strong Memorial Cup so those things can happen but we're going to be ready that you know if everybody was done a, you know a month ago we're, we're, our list is ready and we feel that we'll have guys that uh, we're very confident in that we could draft One thing when you were drafted in Boston you had a tremendous 2014 draft. Uh, you know, you got Pasternak 25th, second round. Donato is going to be a big player for them moving forward. Uh, Dan Heinen in the third round, even Anders Bjork in the fourth round. And then he took DeBrusque in 2015, McAvoy in 2016. But they all had one thing, regardless of position. They all had hockey sense. Oh, you know, is that one of the areas that you specifically look at? I mean, you got, obviously you got to be able to skate. From your perspective, I don't want you to give away the Cadbury secret here to what Keith Gretzky does, but is that a is that a component that's important to you? Well, I think it's one of them as a, as a group when you're scouting. It's it's uh, you know an aspect of the game where you have to be able to think the game, and you know the the other thing too is that you you have to be able to compete and and battle for the pucks, and you know those guys. I really you know as a group we believe that they battle, competed, and you know they have the hockey sense. So you know there's a lot of components that you look in a player and you know they those type of players had those things and you know they've also taken the next step and you can have it in junior and it's up to the player itself to to make that next step and and progress as a hockey player like we believed in as a group and so you know whoever we draft at 10 that's what we're going to believe in we're joined by Oilers assistant GM Keith Gretzky Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now Keith uh, there's organizations that have I mean you, you were taking a look at this draft there's defenseman that's going to go number one. Then there's three wingers that are likely to go in the top five, you know, in terms of Spetsnikov, Zadina, and Kachuk. So on that note, there are organizations that say, just draft defenseman and center, because you can always move centers to wings. So that brings in players like Kakanami, uh, potentially Barrett Heighton. Uh, just just a thought on that. I mean, if, if all things were equal, would you take a center or defenseman over a winger, or would you find other intangibles on top of just uh, based on position? Well, we look at it as, as what we like as a, as a group and a player, and when we've done our lists and we've met, we put in, you know, we talk about those things, but we're going to put our list together and put the best player, and if it's a right winger, a left winger, a centerman, or a defenseman, we're going to put them up where we believe that, you know, we would draft them, and if it happens to be a right winger that's over a defenseman or a centerman, we'll, we'll do that, but, you know, we'll, we'll take the best player. Would there be a strong need to move up? No, you're always looking to do anything to improve uh, your position in the draft. If it's there and it makes sense, we would do it. If it doesn't, we're happy at 10 and we'll pick our player. As the, one of the guys that's heavily involved running the draft, do you want to make the pick? Like, do you want to have that first round pick? Like, would you be, you know, I mean, some people would say, well, you know what, the others had a, a frankly, a, a massively underperforming season last year. They should trade the pick for some immediate help. Others would say, no, 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 you got to continue to add assets. Well, we want to continue to add to, to the 
hockey club and if it means that we're going to take the pick we're, we're going to make the pick and you know unless something blows us out of the water that makes sense for us now and the future then we would look at it but you know we as the scouts have done the work we prepare that we're going to make the pick and you know if something comes along then you have to look at it but as of right now we look to make the pick that is Keith Gretzky in conversation with uh, Bob Stoffer at the NHL Combine in Buffalo. To me, it sounds like the Oilers prepared to pick at number 10. They would consider moving up. And uh, maybe that depends on who is there. And it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes down. I know Bob talked earlier that if Wallstrom is there, they would likely take him. But uh, he'll be likely be gone. So maybe they try to move up to get a guy like that. Maybe they want one of the D, and they, they try to move up. Or maybe one of the D falls to them at 10. Three blue cables that look like it should be uh, fun into the lead-up of the draft. Lots of uh, rumors out there right now about teams looking to maybe trade down. But, you know, it's all right now, it's just all talk. And we are a ways away until the draft. So I think you hear things like, yeah, we would love to add another first-round pick in the draft. Yeah, we would love to move up. We look at that. We look at this. But when it comes down to it, not a lot is going to happen right now. So right now, teams are just uh, looking at all the players. They're interviewing all their players, making their lists. And then once uh, we get closer to Dallas at the end of June, then we'll start uh, seeing some maneuvering in the top 10 of the draft. It's uh, 146 in Edmonton. We'll take a time out. We have Dave Campbell coming up uh, out of Winnipeg to set the stage for the Eskimos preseason finale against the Blue Bombers tonight. We'll also talk a little bit about the debut of Johnny Manziel in Hamilton as he will make his uh, CFL preseason debut tonight for the Ticats backing up Jeremiah Mazzoli. So we'll get to all that after a short time off. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Cam Talbot from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. It's 149 in Edmonton back here on Oilers Now. All Rick in for Stoffer. Dave Campbell coming up here very shortly from Winnipeg. We go to this day in Oilers history, brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. If you're looking at going on a river cruise in Europe for 2018, New West Travel has some great rates on these fabulous cruises. Now, I missed Oilers history yesterday. Yesterday, so we are going to go back to yesterday because I missed a pretty big moment in Oilers history. The Oilers knocking off the Flyers 3-1 in Game 7 to win their third Stanley Cup. Of course, Ron Hextall was named the Con Smythe Trophy winner. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. They have a great travel deals or have great travel deals for weddings, honeymoons, golf packages, and employee corporate reward trips, call the friendly staff at New West Travel, 780-432-7446, or at newwesttravel.com. All right, Dave is uh, in Winnipeg getting set for tonight's preseason finale. We have about six minutes, Dave. I know you just heard that uh, 
last remote there from Reed Wilkins. Would you rather get your pitcher taken with the Grey Cup, or would you rather have your pitcher taken with Reed Wilkins? Oh, that's a, that's a tough choice. Both are very iconic, I would say. <laughs> and I think uh, Reed Wilkins has been to more Def Leppard concerts than the Grey Cup. So uh, <laughs> it's a toss-up, let, let's just say that. But uh, I, I would give a slight edge to Reed. Well, I think you can maybe get one with Reed and the Grey Cup together, so why not oh, combine then perfect. it? There you perfect. go. Arguments, arguments over. <laughs> Tickets, of course, <laughs> going on sale at 2 o'clock, Dave, and I know you're excited about the Grey Cup being here in Edmonton this year. Oh, uh, of course. It's, uh, you know, as Reed said, it's the fifth time. Uh, I remember the uh, the 2010 Grey Cup. I remember the 2002 Grey Cup, the 97 Grey Cup. Don't remember the 84 Grey Cup as much because I was a young lad back then, but... Uh, uh, Edmonton always uh, hosts a very good event. Uh, they, they do things right. They price out the game very well. And uh, I'm really happy with what uh, Dwayne Vino and his uh, and his staff have been able to uh, do so far. And uh, we're looking for a record, and I think we're going to get a record. Uh, last time the, the Grey Cup was here was 2010. Of course, as I mentioned, and the, the game sold out in six days. I think the game's going to sold out be sold out a lot quicker than that. Well, we know the Eskimos want to be in that game, Dave, and uh, in order to uh, get to that game, they need to finalize their roster first, and that's what yeah. we're uh, looking for tonight uh, out in Winnipeg. So tell me about uh, maybe two or three of the biggest storylines that you'll be watching for in the uh, preseason finale. Well, I guess the first storyline is just uh, there's not going to be you know, hardly any veterans in this game as far as starters are concerned. In fact, there's only two starters that will be in this game that started in Calgary for the Western Final, and that's Arjun Colhoun on the wide corner and Corey Jones at middle linebacker. Other than that, it's going to be a very young lineup. Uh, that goes into the next storyline. Zach Klein is going to start at quarterback, and uh, he has been very impressive in the short amount of time that we have seen Klein work. Uh, he has uh, seven drives. He has produced six touchdowns, or sorry, five touchdowns and a field goal on uh, six of those drives, five uh five touchdowns and a field goal, one punch. So six of the, of the seven drives that he has been involved with, the Eskimos have scored, and we all remember what he did last year uh, in Winnipeg in the second preseason game. He led the Eskimos uh, all the way back to uh, end up tying the game and scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. So uh, this is a guy that's been well-traveled. Uh, went to, I mean, his college tour is just amazing, just how many colleges he's been through. He's had a bit of hard luck. He's only had two career starts in college at, at Fresno State, so this will be his first start in an actual game in a long time, in about two years. So we're looking to see uh, what Zach Klein can do as a starter compared to just coming off the bench. And, you know, there's still some position battles uh, going on uh, on the offensive line with the tackle spots. Uh, in, in the secondary, I mentioned Arjun Colhoun is uh, starting at wide corner. Um, you know, he's in a bit of a battle with Jordan Hoover, the second-year product out of Waterloo. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how the Eskimos, uh, this young group, go, goes up against, especially the, the bomber starters who will play uh, in the game and probably see the first quarter before they go to their depth. So uh, those are the things I'm looking for tonight. Well, a few players that uh, shined in, uh, you know, game one, of course, were Cooper, Rivers. Uh, how much will we see of those two tonight, Bob? Or, oh, Dave? <laughs> Kevin Culver. <laughs> I called you Bob accidentally. I was talking to Bob earlier, of course. <laughs> I hope Bob's having fun in, the, in, in Buffalo at the combine, having lots of wings. Anyway, uh, Shaq Cooper's going to start at running back in a very impressive debut, uh, 34 yards, uh, 36 yards rushing and a touchdown, 34 yards uh, receiving, uh, kind of a jack-of-all-trades kind of guy. He's going to probably return some kicks as well, and that's an area that I'm looking for uh, some improvement because he had trouble fielding some punts 
uh, last Sunday at home against the Riders. Uh, Gerald Rivers won't start, but he'll be uh, the backup to Alex Bassey, who will start on the defensive end opposite Darius Allen as uh, Kwaku Botang gets uh, gets the night off as well. So it looks like he's got a starting spot locked up for the Eskimos. So uh, Rivers, I'm, we'll get into the game, I'm sure, pretty quickly. Uh, he was a lot of fun to watch. He has a great story as well. Came back from a very serious injury uh, with his hip and uh, had some time in the NFL as well. Uh, two sacks, three tackles against the Riders in preseason game one. So uh, that's uh, that's the, you know those two will be uh, definitely heavily focused on tonight. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he fares against uh, you know the Bomber starters if he gets in there early because Saskatchewan didn't have a lot of their top guys in that game the other the other night, especially when Rivers was actually in the game as it uh, moved along. All right, so the only way to follow the game tonight, Dave, is to listen, correct? Because it's not on TV. Yep. Nope, no no live stream, no television, so just uh, on the radio, the theater of the mind, Brendan. So it'll be uh, Morley Scott and I, along with uh, Blake Dermott a couple times in the pregame show, uh, which will start at 5 o'clock from Investors Group Field in Winnipeg. The kickoff will be at 6.30. Well, of course, uh, you know, some people will be watching uh, the, the Hamilton game with uh, Johnny Manziel playing tonight uh, for the first time. But it won't be very long, so you can listen to the game and maybe flip flip on the TV to see Manziel then flip back to uh, the radio after. So uh, it should be fun to see what Manziel can do tonight. Yeah, for sure. I mean, myself, I'm curious about it. I know some people are, are sick of the Manziel talk but i i was sick of it before he signed i'm not as, as sick of it as i am uh, or, or now than i was before he signed but he's here and that's that's why we want to talk about him because he's here and uh, i'm looking forward to see what he can do tonight and uh, in the whatever amount of work that he will see tonight yeah we'll see what happens should be a lot of fun i'm rooting for him i think he has the skill and it seems like uh, he's growing as uh, an individual off the field so hopefully he's learned uh, from his mistakes in the past but uh, should be fun tonight though dave thanks for uh, chiming in and uh, we'll hear you again at uh, five o'clock thanks brandon appreciate it that is dave campbell our eskimos analyst here on 6 30 ched and that wraps up the uh, friday edition of oilers now on monday bob will be back with some stories from the combine so that should be fun and uh maybe he'll have a better idea of who the oilers will be leaning towards with pick number 10 so that's on monday the eskimos in action tonight you can hear that on ched uh tomorrow we have game three of the stanley cup finals right here on 6.30, Chet at 6 o'clock. So that should be fun. Other than that, enjoy the weekend. Doesn't look like the weather will be very good, so enjoy the sports. There's a big NBA game on Sunday as well. That should be fun. Dustin, thanks for helping out. Hopefully you have a good weekend as well. Thanks for uh, your assistance here today. Well, that leaves us with the extra and... uh, when we come back, Jalen 9, Andrew Gross will have the afternoon news. But first, Eileen Bell has your 2 o'clock news update. So long from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.